Every video game has a villain, and every villain has some motivation, and usually those motivations have to do with conquering and ruling the world. Fortunately for us, we've got some excellent heroes who usually thwart their plans, but what if they failed? What if these video game villains actually did rule the world? Which villains would be good rulers, and which ones would be awful? Well, that's exactly what we talk about today in episode number 38 of the Potion Poppers podcast. Let's get it. Mm. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Oh, William, it's Christmas time. It's been Christmas time here for a couple of weeks, but it's getting there. Ooh, you got your tree. Happy Thanksgiving. Nice. <laughs> That's my Thanksgiving tree back there. Uh, it's covered in oh, you get Christmas one decorations. Christmas. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yep. Oh, I'm so freaking pumped, man. I love Christmas. I am excited because this Friday is Black Friday, and I Ooh. always go out and do Black Friday with my brother and his wife. We have fun. We stand outside in the cold lines with our hot cocoa and uh, hang out. It is so fun. I don't usually buy a lot on Black Fridays, but I just like watching people because people are so interesting. And you see people that are very kind and just like, oh, go ahead. Like, you know, letting people go as they're like packed in there. And then there's other people that are like forcing their way into places and like in this huge rush as if they can't get those $5 pajamas online. And then they get a stampede like the wildebeest from the Lion King. (laughs) You know, the funny thing about doorbusters is they're not even good anymore. I don't know if you've noticed this, but they don't yeah. actually have real doorbusters because their doorbuster deals. A lot of them are still available online. You, like, you legit don't mm-hmm. even need to go to the store to get these deals um, because in the past it was like they would take a big hit on like five of one specific item just to get people in the store. And right. nowadays they don't. Now they probably they probably sell it for like a, a small profit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Their doorbusters, they're still good deals, but they're, it's nothing like you used to be able to get like 75% off like a new, like the newest plasma screen TV, you know, back in the day. Well, Um, I imagine it's because the base prices are probably lower. You know, competition is so tight these days that, you know, companies are really like having to cut profits like as low as possible just so they can compete with everyone else selling the same thing. Right. And I think that's, that is kind of the deal. They've got, they've got agreements with these companies because the other thing you'll notice is a lot of places have the same items for the same price. So mm-hmm. basically what happens is they cut a deal with the manufacturer saying that we are going to sell it at your suggested price and then we get a deal on it so they make a certain profit margin. But they're not allowed to cut the price any lower than mm-hmm. what is They're already making upon. their minimum profit per yep. item. Yep. So like you go to Best Buy, the, the, the prices that you get on the TVs at Best Buy, you can probably get the same prices on the TVs at Walmart or wherever. Which well, is TVs ridiculous are so because cheap they should, now, you know, yeah. you can get like a 48 inch for like what, 300, 400 now? You, they're pretty know. cheap. Yeah, that's true. They, they're pretty dang cheap. But that's the thing is it like, be like two grand for the same thing or three. Yeah, exactly. But it's just, there's no good door busters anymore. So, but we still like to go out just for fun. A lot of times we'll head down to Denver and go to the Cherry Creek Mall and um, mm. get some cheesecake at the Cheesecake Factory because Cheesecake Factory is open really late too uh, during uh, that Ooh. time. Because I love Cheesecake Factory. For it my is birthday, delicious. I got a, a banana cream cheesecake for my birthday cake. It was so mm. good. So good. Mm. Yep. It came I, with bananas. It, I went know, to go pick up the cake and they gave me a bunch of bananas to go with it. I'm giving you the tasty mmms 
even though I hate banana flavored everything, oh, man. <laughs> unless it's a real banana, I don't like, Dude, I don't eat it. I don't, I don't oh, like God. it. I don't do it. I do not do banana unless it's banana a real pudding. banana. You don't like that either? No, I don't like banana pudding. I don't like bananas in general. Well, I'm okay with like oh, banana, man. individual bananas. I don't like banana splits. The only thing I like mm. as far as banana goes is an actual banana. Banana Chris, nut bread is okay as long as there's not like a ton well, of banana, banana in bread. it. And it's got to have that like caramely glaze, you know what I'm talking about, where the top mm. is like kind of crispy. It's like a sugary coating on the top. That's good, but it's still like there's banana, but it's not like a ton of banana. You know what I mean? I'm not sure I can do this podcast with you anymore. <laughs> I quit. It's <laughs> too divisive, man. Our goals just don't align. They don't. You've got you've got the banana banana pudding and banana cheesecake goals, and I I ain't about that banana life, man. <laughs> Do I got bananas in my smoothies? Mm-mm. I love banana bread. It's the best thing in the world. <sighs> we'll buy like two bunches of bananas just so we don't eat them all, so we can have some go like you know brown to make banana banana bread mm-hmm. but like we we love bananas so much in this house that we'll buy two ban- bunches of banana with the intent of making banana bread but then all the bananas get eaten like okay <laughs> well now we need to buy more bananas so we can let them go brown for the banana bread well i like bananas but i don't like banana pudding or mm. bananas in ice cream but bananas alone are great i don't know like there are certain <laughs> fruits that complement sweets really well i just don't feel like bananas are one of those Oh well, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I, you know, I probably am, and that's okay. I'm okay with being wrong. Um, but yeah. So, anyways, um, uh, man, I got back. I'm so tired. Oh my gosh, I'm tired. Okay, I was on a business trip last week. Yay! Ooh. And it actually wasn't bad. It was like a conference, so I was out meeting people and stuff. But man, like, because I work in agriculture now, like it's a new industry to me, a new. Um, kind of a new thing, not the job, like I, it, I'm in marketing. So you can, if you can be successful in marketing in one industry, you can be successful in pretty much any industry, as long as you understand that you are trying to understand your market, right? So if you can understand uh, the needs and cultural like intricacies of the market and you know the people you're advertising to, you're marketing to, then you can do well anywhere because it's just human psychology. Like people are the same no matter where they are um, as far as like base motivations and instincts and, mm-hmm. and psychology goes. So anyway, so I'm out, I'm at this event, I'm learning about it, I'm learning people. And ag is one of the biggest industries in the world, but the people, but as far as like the number of people in that industry, it's tiny. It's super tiny. There aren't a lot of people in ag, but they are a huge industry, if that makes sense. Um, and it's yeah. just so strange because I'm 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 going there, and it's this whole you know this whole event with like a certain number of states in the U.S. and every like literally everybody knows each other, and they they went to college together. Like it is so so freaking super super tiny. Um, I just thought that was interesting because you go to like other industries, like, yeah, you'll, you'll kind of know people, but like in like tech, like it's huge video games, even video games is pretty, it's pretty big. Like there's a lot of developers out there and a lot of game studios, not for agriculture. Like it's, it's a, it's a teeny, 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 teeny little industry. It's very interesting though. So that's what I was kind of doing last week. And 
man, I'm exhausted. I got in really late last night. I, I got home at like 2 a.m. <laughs> so I, I texted nice. Will this morning. I'm like, can we just push? Can we do the podcast at 11? Because <laughs> I woke up at like 10, 15. Beauty sleep. Oh, man. But yeah. So anyways, it was pretty cool. Um, But yeah, let's get into the first segment of our day, Mr. McWilliam. Um, segments. Yeah, we've got segments. I still don't have music drops for that. It'll never happen. Well, I never say never. We'll see. Yeah, we'll all have William do a little now. a little rap for us. He'll uh, he'll yo. He'll write a I'm rap. here and I'm gonna do the segment. Watch out because it's gonna be a segment. <laughs> <laughs> Man, no wonder you're a DJ. You can't rap. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Well, anyways, our first segment of the day is called What's Poppin' Playa? So, Mr. McWilliam, what have you been playing? Uh, what have I been playing? Uh, I forgot to think about this ahead of time. I usually do. Um, <laughs> ah, yeah, here's what I did play a game this last week. Um, I uh, played Risk of Rain Returns. Ooh. Yeah. Have you played any of the games in the series? Uh, I think I played a little bit of one of them a long, long time ago, so I remember nothing about it. It's a horror game, right? Uh, not quite. Um, more of a... Is it like a post-apocalyptic kind of game? Yeah, I think it's a roguelike. Um, so the first one hmm. is, uh, you know, 2D side-scroll, like, um, sprite kind of thing. And, uh, you have to go to a portal, activate a portal, a bunch of enemies spawn, you have to just kill the enemies and kill the boss and go to the next level. Um, so you get all, you know, there are a lot of pickups that you can get that you use money to buy. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's, it's a typical roguelike. Um, okay. and it's, it's a lot of fun. I, I really enjoy it. It's got a good, good gameplay loop. And, uh, the, um, the second one goes from 2d to like a full 3d game, which is such a mm. difference. Like I was kind of surprised they went with that. Um, so this, 3D one was actually the first one that I played, and I really enjoyed it. I, I liked it a lot. Um, and then my friend wanted to play Risk of Rain Returns, which goes back to the the original style of the very first one, where it's 2D again. And even though that it's one's 2D and one's 3D, like they have very similar play. You know, mm. like in you're in the 2D one, obviously you're moving in less dimensions, but it's the same kind of thing of like you're fighting enemies, you're picking up chests, and then you're killing the boss and try to get as far as you can down the different levels. Okay, yes. As I'm looking at pictures of this, the 3D one, it's it's an it's mo Okay, I have seen this. I have seen this. This is Risk of Rain two, the one I'm looking at. Okay. Yeah, that's the 3D one. Okay, and then there's a 2D Risk of Rain. Yep, I see it. And then Risk of Rain Returns is also two-dimensional. Yep. Okay. And that's the newest one, I believe. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I remember seeing like uh, previews for the second one and thinking it looked pretty dang good. So you like it? Yeah, it's a lot of fun. D does it get boring after a while? Like, is there, it, does it get like, because um, it's like a roguelike, right? It's a roguelike. So, so, but yeah. is the progression pretty good or is it just, is the gameplay good enough that you're like, yeah, I just want to keep playing, keep playing, keep playing. Is it mm. rewarding? I guess it depends on your perspective of roguelites too. Um, I would say maybe not. Um, okay. But then again, I think I feel that way about most roguelikes. There's only been like a couple of 
there's only like two or three roguelites I've actually played through completion because mm-hmm. those kind of games have such a high, you know, learning curve too. You know, get good enough to beat the entire game of a roguelike. Like it's so hard because whenever you die, you start all the way over, you know? Yeah. Um, so I don't know. For me personally, I think of it more of a casual or, or a friends kind of game. I don't think I'd play it much on my own, but, uh, you know, for hanging out with friends and stuff, it's, it's a lot of fun and a lot of crazy things can happen. Yeah, it looks pretty good. It looks good. I'm I you're more of a fan of roguelikes than I am. I'm not a big fan of roguelikes, mostly because of the progression thing. Like unless the roguelike has a really good progression system, like 20XX, um then I am not a big fan of it. Mm-hmm. 20XX nope. is is basically like a Mega Man roguelike, but it has a good level like the the pace of progression is is good and the gameplay itself is really fun. So, it's one of my favorite games. Um one of my top 20 at least um but yeah and the reason it's on there is because it actually has a you feel like you've accomplished something even if you die yeah um but it is actually pretty easy um so that's that's one thing is it's easy to kind of beat it at least in my you know what what pulls me into roguelikes is i like being good at things so like they really suck me in because like it'll get away from me. Like I'll play for hours on end because I'm like, I can do this. Like, I know I can beat this fourth level and I keep dying, but I won't stop. I'll just keep hitting my head against the wall until mm-hmm. I beat it. Cause I know that I can beat it and I have to prove it. I have a game for you. Have you played realm of the mad God? Realm you of the mad would God. Love that game. It is so fun. And honestly, like I, I played it a while ago and I got really into it for a little bit. And I was, it's something that is great with friends um as a massive multiplayer it's free and it's super cool it is super fun i really like that game Mm. um i would check it out it's free to play anyway so um you ain't gonna lose anything but it's sweet i like that game a lot the first picture i pulled up was it uh looks like some kind of shop or something and it reminds me of uh the shops and enter the gungeon. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. But Realm of the Mad God is is really fun. We should play that together because I'm totally sure. down to play that anytime. Uh, it's a good game. Um, yeah, I'd be down to give that a go. Yeah, because you also collect loot and stuff like that, and you, you, that's the thing. Is every time I visit town, I try to throw some stuff in my in my chest to save for the next run. Um, but it's really cool. It's a great game. I think you'd enjoy it. But yeah, man. So there you go. Risk of Rain. Anything else that you played? Nope. There you go. I'm too busy. I'm a busy mm-hmm. adult. <laughs> there you go. Well, I did actually get to play a little bit um, in my hotel. I took my Asus ROG Ally, and nice. uh, I was playing. I always forget the name of it, so I always have to look it up. Trials in the Sky. I don't know if I talked about this before because I have been playing it for a few weeks uh, on and off, but I actually got a chance to sit down and play it a little bit. It's like an old-school PlayStation RPG kind of game it is super fun Um, i love the look of it yeah it looks really cool and and the thing is they really lean into that aesthetic uh like really well like a a lot um because it's not an old game as far as i can tell actually i've never looked it up maybe it is an old game (laughs) um but it's it's great regardless even the like cover art like just yeah gives you those vibes of you know that era Oh yeah, and it's great. It's a lot of fun. Um, it controls great um, on the on the uh, ROG, and uh, I was called the Rogue. Released in two thousand four. Okay, so it is pretty old, but it the the Steam the Steam conversion 
I don't know if it was made for PC to begin with, but if it's if not, it works really well on PC. Um, and it has really good controls, like using a gamepad, it works perfect. Um, so I really like it. There you go. It's an old one then that I've I've never heard of before. Uh, I, I just assume, and isn't that interesting though? I just assumed it was a newer game that was intentionally made in that <laughs> style. Heard of it. <laughs> well, not, yeah, but it's that good too, right? Like yeah. the UI is a little interesting. You know, it feels like not exactly made for PC. It's not en entirely up to date as far as like how the user interface works, but it, it works great. Like once you learn how to actually do everything, like because um you press the start button it doesn't open like your equipment and stuff like that you know like a lot of those games like you press like y and it would open your character panel mm -hmm. and you could go in and equip things for this y is y and x all like all the buttons open different menus except for your interaction button and then there's a button to speed things up but anyways um but it's b like you press b and it opens up your character panel which i've never seen before so you know, it's just little things like that, but it all maps pretty well. Um, but I've been really enjoying it. It is an old school RPG. Um, basically, it's it's on a grid. Like when you in when you're in battle, it's got the you know the little bar on the side that shows who's going next, and then depending on your speed determines you know if you go in front of other people even after you've already gone. You know, so anyways. So it's got that to show you who's going. And then each time a person goes, there's an opportunity for it to have some kind of interesting modifier. Like if there's an exclamation point next to your character's name, then that means their next hit is going to be a critical hit. If there's like a little heart, hmm. it means that they're going to heal a certain number of hit points on their turn. Um, it's or, really interesting that you can know when you're going to hit critical before you do it. <laughs> yeah, it allows you to be strategic too, because even before, and it's not just you, it's just like on the timeline. You can see these events coming up even before you know whose turn it's going to be on that turn. So mm -hmm. when you're doing something, you might look at a couple different options to get your character to be on that specific turn when the next critical hit is coming up, if that makes sense. So you might do something that takes a little more time like casting a spell so that way you fall lower in the initiative order in order to get the critical on the next hit does that make sense yeah i think so or healing or whatever you need or extra strength because extra strength has like a little number next to it and that's basically how much extra damage you're going to do on your next attack it's like just bonus damage so it's interesting it's pretty cool um uh i'm still pretty early in the game um your characters are something called bracers, which are basically like mercenaries, um, like legalized, almost like a mercenary guild. And uh, they have something called orbaments. It's basically like materia for um, Final Fantasy, except you've got a specific piece of equipment that you have to open up slots on in order to put these orbaments or materia inside each slot. And it opens up more spells and stuff that you can do. And each one gives you not just one ability, it gives you like a theme of abilities. Um, like there's like a, a chrono orbament that allows you to speed up your character or to do a special uh, time-based attack as, as like a special move. So it's interesting. I really like it. I'm enjoying it. Uh, put in a couple hours uh, over the over the week. But other than that, I haven't been able to do much. You know, I've just been going to conferences. Mm -hmm. Conferences are not fun. <laughs> <laughs> do you like going to conferences? Time? 
Did I ever tell you at the time that I was at a sales conference and uh, my manager thought I was playing games in the middle yep. of the conference? Yep. Well, yep. I remember that. And he showed me like, a oh, picture of some guy playing games. <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, who's that? He's like, I thought it was you. I was like, no, that's not me. He's <laughs> like, oh. There you go. Yep. Uh, and that's the thing is it's like, I paid for this conference, so why would you care if I was playing games? Huh? Yeah. I'm an independent contractor. You can't control me. <laughs> uh, well, they made you go to the conference. <laughs> well, that's true. They didn't make you go to the conference. They just heavily encourage you. I'm sorry. I'm trying to fix something. And now I'm like standing up all weird. And anyone who's watching the video is like, what the frick is Chris doing? Chris, there is no Chris is dancing. Either. I'm dancing. <laughs> that's what I'm doing. Doing a little line dance. Uh, but yeah, so not a lot going on there. Conferences are not the best. Um but it happened. So it is what it is. It is yeah. what it is. And dude, it's I think shame because like a good conference is a good conference, you know, but yeah. I feel like it's so easy to put on a mediocre conference. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, this was kind of more of a political conference. Like each of these uh, different organizations mm. had to uh, um, like swear in new representatives and stuff like that. So there was a lot of that. And then there's like awards and things like that. Is almost when, like when a year-end banquet. When you say it's a political conference, I imagine that you're part of some part of secret society who's deciding the next president. <laughs> <laughs> and it's all based off of agriculture, my man. Or that's Speaking that's what we president. go under. That you know, that's what we hide behind. <laughs> we hide behind wheat and agricultural stuff. So I was going to say, speaking of choosing the next president, that's kind of what our topic is today. Exactly. <laughs> Great segue, Perfect segue. I didn't even mean to Perfect do that. Perfect segue. Very good. And we're segueing a little early. We're only 20 minutes in. <laughs> and before you uh, tune out and be like, I'm not listening to a political podcast, we're not talking about real presidents. We're talking no. about video game characters. Yes. So we Which are video games, specifically villains. Exactly. <laughs> because the thing is villain, every villain is not every villain, but most villains are trying to take over the world like pinky in the brain, you know, but um, <laughs> we tend to foil their plans, right? So it's always some massive invasion or some dude who's trying to, you know, <laughs> be in charge. And we're like, well, what happened if, uh, if one of these guys actually did? succeed and did end up being the master of the world. So today we're going to be talking about which video game villain would be the best one to actually have as an overlord. <laughs> so <laughs> yes. I think this is going to be pretty fun. It's pretty interesting. It's like, okay, heroes lose. We have an overlord. Which overlord yep. is best? So we're going to walk through some of the most iconic video game villains, talk about what it would like to be under their rule and uh, then in the end we'll kind of have a vote we'll decide who the best villain to have as an overlord yeah. would be you know it was really interesting thinking about th this topic because there's a lot of villains who would make who would be really good as the the d dominator of earth you know what i mean like they do good job of dominating the world mm -hmm. but that's not going to be good for the people you know mm -hmm. um first thing i think of is glados from portal she would probably be really good at it, but her goal is to kill everybody, so I wouldn't <laughs> vote for her. <laughs> Very true. She wants. She's. She's kind of that typical AI revolution kind of situation there. So, so you really got to think about. Like in some ways, for me, it was thinking about like who would be like the least bad option. Like who's a villain who I could actually have a chance to survive and maybe have some semblance of a normal life, even with them in charge. You know. Fair enough. Yeah, and that's the thing is like. 
And the thing about villains is not all villains would necessarily, like I said originally, they're not necessarily trying to take over the world. And some villains aren't even like the head villain, you know what I mean? So we may talk about some guys that it's like, well, he his his goal wasn't world domination. It's like, okay, well, what would it be like even even uh, even so if they were in charge? So let's hop into this. Like you already touched on Glados. Uh, yeah, she's not one of mine, but that no, was just saying no, my, no, 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 no. Yeah. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna, like when I throw out names, I'm not gonna necessarily say these are the ones that I want. But I I think I wonder what it would be like because obviously Glados is like, yeah, she just wants to kill all humans. And does, but I don't remember. Does she want to make you into AIs? Because Shelly, apparently the name of the Shell, Shell, Shell. Yeah, apparently uh, the name of who you are in the game. Isn't she a robot? No, Shell's the second a person. One? For some reason, I thought in the second one that she was. No, the uh, in the second one there are um, two robots, but that you only play as them in the multiplayer. In single oh, player, okay. you play as Shell. Multiplayer, you play as each of those robots. And I think it's a prequel, actually. Um, I'm not quite sure. Hmm. But I know that she's compelled to test, right? So mm-hmm. that's why she puts you through all these tests. So that, that could be interesting, because although she does want to kill humans and a lot of times don't care if humans die, she's really compelled to test and to experiment. So hmm. it'd be interesting to see how she might set up, you know, um, ec- economic experiments, you know, with the mm. world and just set up maybe different different things and they'd be all like pointless be like hmm i wonder how humans would react in this city if i just install a giant uh lava geyser in the middle of town I wonder what they would do <laughs> let's experiment that you know <laughs> so she'd be talking a bunch of weird stuff like that <laughs> well what is what's her what's her like prime directive like what's her main goal because uh, i i only i, yeah, I beat the first the one it's just a test it's, to gather uh, so data when, for what purpose? Does she, does it ever go into detail about what specifically she's trying to accomplish or trying to do? I don't know do? if it goes over in detail what she needs to test, but she is compelled to test. So mm. in the second one, at one point, um, you you remove GLaDOS from um, you know her main housing or whatever, and you carry her around with you. So yeah. when you're carrying her around, she doesn't have that, that uh, need to test, but you put Wheatley in the main housing and all of a sudden now he has like this compulsion to test and to experiment, you know? So interesting. So it's not GLaDOS specifically. There's something else about the system that they're plugged into that gives yeah. them the directive to test. So it's, it's like the main bad guy isn't even GLaDOS then, is it? It's whatever was controlling her. Whatever core is Yeah, whatever the, the core moment. programming is that they, <laughs> that they get from that. That's interesting. So I think... I don't know, and because I and the reason I ask what the, or the her prime directive is, is um, it could be either really good for humans to, uh, in the long run, because it depends on what her end goal is, and if that eventually would line up with what's good for people or what is not. Because if you have um, an unbiased artificial intelligence that ends up being like the main purpose is what is the best situation for the most people understanding people and how they work. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. creating a, a, a society or a world organization that is based around that. Like I feel because that's the problem that we have with a lot of politics is the bias, right? And it's everyone's operating off of uh, ill uh, operating off of 
their own individual biases along with um, limited information, whereas an AI would be like no bias. The prime directive is this, and everything that they do is data-based and driven towards that specific purpose, if that makes you sense. You know, I, I think it's important to have some bias because most of the um, rulers of Earth have had a bias towards preserving human life. Well, yeah, that and would be like the prime the directive, bias. right? But that would be the directive is if you gave an AI, hey, these are the guidelines we, we if, if the guideline was make, a, you know, building a society and testing to see what is the most beneficial for sustaining the life and well-being of the human race, you know, like, I'm sure it would be really bumpy and stuff like that. But the, but the thing with people is they have a self-interest, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's like, I want to do what's best for me, even if it hurts other people, right? And an AI or a computer wouldn't have right. that. So I, that's why I'm like, maybe glad, it depend, depending on what her prime directive is, it seems like she's a pretty bad, you know, it's not, she wants it to wouldn't test be good for, for us. The, but. For the sake of testing, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? She's not testing for anyone's benefit. She's and just testing. Under, under GLaDOS's rule, I think that every city in America would turn into some kind of deadly version of like, American Ninja Warrior courses. <laughs> and you get yeah, over work, get, jump over like. saws and solve laser puzzles. And Everyone's stuff running and around like, with portal guns. <laughs> yeah. I don't so there, There's only one portal gun. It's not her responsibility oh, yeah. to provide that to everybody. Mm. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, but that's true. If, if, if it's just testing, then some things would be really good and some things would be really bad. So, you know, <laughs> let's see what happens if we destroy all of the, all the crops. Let's see what happens if we quarantine everyone for, uh, six months without any food or water. And it'd be like, oh yeah, the city's yeah, dead. Yeah, I wonder what happened. <laughs> oh, I wonder they what died. Happened. Oh, huh, Everyone weird. died. That's interesting. <laughs> Who'd have thought? Well, which people lasted the longest and what are their, you know, what are their qualities that made them last the longest? What if we hmm. take a piece of oh, The people that last longer, how do I get them to last less long? Exactly. How do we, how do we flip this? You know, <laughs> like I don't reverse know. testing. No, that uh, so okay. So Glados, not a good option, not no. a good option, a bad one. Okay, give me, That's give why me one. My will. example for a bad option. Yeah, so <laughs> g- give me one that you think might be a good one because we kind of right, took so stay, slightly different. Staying on theme of the robotics, so uh, how about Doctor Robotnik, Doctor Eggman? Yeah, what is his like? Because his thing is like ultimate control and stuff, but. I don't. I don't like. I've played a lot of the games, and I still don't really know what his. Real objective yeah. is like what is he trying to do? That's that's a good point. I I see him kind of uh, kind of ego driven. You know, like he's a super genius, right? Right. Um, and I think he kind of wants to show that off. Hmm. You know, he wants to be recognized as like the supreme intelligence. Maybe that's I don't know. <laughs> but like I, I see an ego on him. You know, um, but that might not necessarily be a bad thing. You know, if he's he's all about making machines and if you make machines other than just destroying sonic you know he could make some machines that are actually beneficial to humanity um there are some levels where that take place on like aircrafts or there's a death egg right and these are presumably things that he designed and created right Mm -hmm. so he could really help our our space program (laughs) um and I'm sure come up with a lot of useful machines here. And of course, you know, he he robotizes people, right? Mm-hmm. So if he's focused in the right direction, he'd help people with physical disabilities to have mechanical, you know, limbs and things like that and help extend human life if that is something that he desires to do, which I don't know that he desires to do that specifically, but I don't think it would be hard to get him there. 
Yeah, so basically, I'm looking through the wiki about him. It says, in the main video game series, Eggman is a dastardly mad scientist who plans to conquer the world to build his own empire. Um, and But that's all it really says. It's like, I don't know what his empire Well, you can't have an empire like. without followers, right? Yeah, so yeah. he's at least not going to kill us. So that would be a, one of the le less bad options. Hmm. He seems Although like the kind of guy that would be kind of like a dictator. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he may ultimate control. People. Yeah, I, I could see that. So that part of it could be bad. Yeah. It's like Saddam Hussein, if Saddam Hussein was a mad genius. <laughs> what if Dr. Robotnik did 9-11? Oh, snap. <laughs> we won't go there. Yeah, let's not. <laughs> let's, uh, okay. But yeah, so he. it's true, though. I think, um, but I also think that he would be the kind of guy that... Um, even though he would have all these creations, it would be all for military purposes. He would just have like mm -hmm. this big, bad military um, to take oh, over we'd the have world a strong and keep military, people though. in line. No one would mess with us. Well, yeah, there would be no one left to mess with us because he would be the dictator <laughs> of the world. That's the point. That's a good point. He would be well, the if aliens the invaded, we got a good army. You can't so mess with us. In that case, I think the majority of like, it would be a very heavy police state um, where he yeah. was very controlling. Um and I think he would also be the kind of guy who would uh, be like taking kids from their families and forcing them into like these uh, these schools to like for education and stuff like that, heavily based around robotics and engineering kind of based stuff to find the best of the best. Didn't China used to do something like that with uh, with kids for the Olympics, like for, find the kids that are really good at things and force them to to hmm. compete? I don't know. I, I remember hearing that as a kid, but I never knew if that was true or not. Sounds like something China would do, but I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I could just be uh, my childhood ignorance that stuck with me. So interesting. Yeah, Eggman. I, I, I kind of agree with you. I don't think he would be horrible, horrible, um, but definitely not fun. I don't think any of these guys are going to be fun. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's, it's better than somebody who, you know wants to destroy all humanity or or enslave humanity i mean like he like I, he might do some enslaving but that's not his prime directive right yeah so i i think it you know i don't know great <laughs> yeah that's interesting so okay cool so dr eggman i want to talk about bowser what do you think a world okay. ruled like bowser by bowser Dude. would be like because he we just go wants back to marry to the princess. Castle. I mean, what would happen? He'd <laughs> capture Princess Peach. If he won, he captures Princess Peach, forces her to marry him, and then what does he do? Yeah. Well, he, he's got a thing for castles. So he does have a thing for like castles. Medieval Europe. <laughs> um, castles on every corner. Uh, <laughs> so, I don't know. If he on his good side, he'll probably build you a castle. I mean, like, in Super Mario World, like, all of his kids, like, how many are there? Like, eight of them? They each mm -hmm. have their own castle. You know, there. I think I think all of the capital buildings in each state and <laughs> uh, each nation, all of their different yeah. you know individual buildings would be giant castles with yeah. uh, platforms and lava and ruled by some kind of turtle wizard. You, you get a speeding <laughs> ticket and then you just get sent to like the castle dungeon and you have to jump over like lava pits to get out and that's just, your punishment. I was just you don't have like a time sentence. You just have to escape. <laughs> 
asshole. I was just thinking you get pulled over by a Koopa because <laughs> he'd be a literal Koopa or trooper. Like cloud guy. The guy that flows Lakitu. Well, right? that would be like the news organizations, cloud. cloud guys with the cameras. Yeah. Have true. them, you know, every news organization would have that and all the news would be owned by Bowser, obviously. And there'd be a bunch of anti-Mario propaganda everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Any of the states. <laughs> Uh, yep enemy of the state that is yeah. funny what would he do though after he captured the princess you know if he i don't know there'd always be a resistance you know so i guess i think that would keep him busy so like he might have like an actually decent world other than him focusing on smashing the resistance yeah you know i that's the thing is like it, it's interesting because you look at the way bowser's portrayed in all the different games and stuff like that and then you look at the mario movie and it's like Mm, I don't know because like the Mario movie version of Bowser <clears throat> seems like he might be tameable if Peach does a good job of you know <laughs> helping that you know what I mean like because he's so <clears throat> obsessed with her uh, her approval that he mm. might be able to be swayed to do some okay things if she plays him well you know but yeah. then you go back to like older bowsers it's like no he just wants to capture peach and then rule the world you know like uh he's not necessarily interested in her approval so i don't mm. know yeah it's, it's kind of hard to judge someone's um um i guess motives in 8-bit hmm. you know i mean you get like an 8-bit bowser and be like hmm, what's he thinking it's hard to tell not, not a lot of facial expression going on there very true very true. Well, he's very expressive in the movies. Yeah. But anyways, I think Bowser, Bowser, I don't know. I don't think he would be a bad one. I really don't think he would be. Like, I think the initial takeover would be pretty bad. <clears throat> but mm -hmm. once he's in control, I think he'd be pretty mellow. Um, I, I, don't I don't see him interfering with the people much. Like, I, like mm -hmm. as I said, I think he'd focus mostly on smashing the resistance. But then regular people, they're just going to be left to their own to survive so exactly. farmers and stuff like he's not going to bug them he's just going to let them farm exactly i don't think he wants to destroy everyone or even control them i think he just wants to be at the top you know he wants yeah. to be the most he wants to be respected he wants to be the most i wonder powerful. what must have happened to him as a child to make him desire that like mm. the daddy issues he needs his like parents approval so yeah Interesting. Well, that's what I was thinking about because Bowser, I think he'd be pretty good. I think he'd be all right as far as as far as possible villains go. I don't know if he's on your list, but I think he's pretty good. Yeah, he's, he's good there. So who's the next one on your list? Next one I was thinking of was Wesker. Wesker. Yeah. No, I wouldn't um, like that. <laughs> I I, because if he's he's on the side of like doing the T uh, the T virus and stuff, I think we'd all just be zombies. Yeah. So, so I, I mean, there would be it would be a zombie world for sure. You know, we'd have to fight for our own survival with with that. But but what really is his goal in those games? Hmm. I'm not quite sure myself. Yeah, I don't know because Wesker. I'm trying because as I'm thinking about it, I'm trying to remember specifically what Wesker's goal was, you know? So he wants to rule over a hypothetical superior race and eventually started the Ouroboros project. His ultimate goal is to create a virus that would mm. mutate only those who are genetically superior. Okay, so he's Hitler. 
Yep, he eugenics. <laughs> <laughs> um, hmm, that'd be pretty bad. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. <sighs> yeah, that would that'd be probably one of the worst because everyone uh, you'd either be a zombie or some kind of abomination yeah. because he he did it to, didn't he end up doing it to himself again yeah. it's been a long time since i played those specific games but he tr eventually transforms into a creature himself right i think so he has superpowers at one point and then i mm -hmm. imagine he does turn into a monster later mm. um yeah i'm pretty sure he does um so at first I thought he was more interested in like mutating himself for power. So I thought maybe if he was just power hungry and trying to make himself strong as possible, maybe mm -hmm. that would allow um, people to live somewhat of a normal life. But I didn't realize he also had a desire to mutate a superior race. Mm -hmm. um, so that definitely turns him into a no. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, I agree with you. Like I, he's not going to be not going to be a good one. <laughs> yeah, and how do you fight against that too cuz he's so strong, you know? Yeah, he'd rule with an iron fist. Very true, very true. He is ruthless. Um yeah, he he you're right. I think the way you said it originally is the best way to say it. he's Hitler. Um yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hitler and with a with a, a mutating virus. Yeah. Yeah, instead of like just choosing an ultimate race, he's designing the ultimate race. Yeah, well, I mean, that's because that's that's what Hitler was trying to do, right? Because eugenics were really big I back at that true. time, and uh, anyone who had you know his undesirable traits, you know, his his goal was kind of, from my understanding, was kind of just to weed out anyone who doesn't have those traits, right? That was a big thing. We even did that in the United States. Did you know that? I believe it. Yeah, we did. Like they against people's will uh, in the U.S. We um, in certain places uh, um, basically uh, took away people's ability, like reproductive ability, like snipped them or whatever, when without their consent, if they hmm. had any ki uh, specific kinds of diseases or disabilities. Like this legit happened. <laughs> like this isn't a conspiracy theory. This is a a legitimate thing that happened in the United States, um, in some states. Uh, crazy stuff. So, anyways, um, that was a long time ago, but eugenics were kind of a big thing back then. Um, okay. So I guess the next one I would put on my list is another iconic one, man. What do you think it would be like if Ganondorf actually defeated Link in Zelda and was ruler over mm. all the world? You know, I haven't played many Zelda games, so like I thought of Ganondorf, but I didn't put him down because I don't know him well enough to know what his motives are. So you're going to have to enlighten me. Well, um, all I know about him is he's a, he, in melee. He was a double of Captain Falcon. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> basically. Um, so Ganondorf, like he wants to try for. Basically, he's on a power trip. He wants power. Um, I think Wesker would be worse, um, but I, he would be another dictator type, right? He would mm -hmm. just control the world. He'd want all the power and, you know, would do nothing for the people. But I don't know how involved he would be with the, how controlling he would be, right? Um, he seems like the kind of guy that, again, the initial, like, thing would be pretty awful and he'd probably have his army that would pillage and, and do stuff. But I think for the majority of the world, it wouldn't be super awful. Um, I don't think he'd be constantly berating every village everywhere you know, mm -hmm. um, I think it'd be one of those things where if uh, his, you know, 
vil- his his uh, his uh, his uh, what's the word his police whatever you want to call it, his army or whatever came Again, into town in like it would be like oh my gosh like everyone's hiding indoors Ooh, you know they should call his police the Ganon Force the G- Ganon Force that's that sounds like a like a like a superhero squad. <laughs> I guess I'm thinking of Bro Force. That's what I'm thinking bro of. I'm Force. thinking of Bro Force. But yeah, no, I, I and that's I as I, I'm going through this, like there's that's the main similarity is like they, most of them just want power, you know? Yeah, power and control. Uh, it's I like, well, what are they going to do what, with that power his, and control? What's his tax policy? One hundred percent. <laughs> it would well, be we take that. what we want when we want that would I be his tax policy uh, some of these villains are power hungry aren't necessarily money hungry you know yeah, exactly. like, i've never seen bowser try to like get riches which i mean i guess you must i have mean there's coins laying castles, all over but, the place and his his yeah you know his people are there they just pick up the coins but mario's running up so, the you coins. know in a world that has a dictatorship but you know it's zero percent tax rate you know maybe you could do yeah, okay you for know, yourself it could be all right it could be all right just don't become too powerful or uh, too influential or you're gonna yeah. get stepped on so you know well that's that. why everyone puts their treasure in uh, treasure hits hidden around their their village that's true that way they don't know or in blocks <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm thinking about i'm thinking about uh thinking about uh mario again Dude, do you do you think like mario pirates instead of like burying their treasure they just like hide them in blocks <laughs> and that's why you get the coin blocks sometimes they have a ton of coins in it <laughs> exactly you know Question just mark, random marks floating blocks mm. <laughs> Question that's awesome yeah that's funny <laughs> Yeah, so I don't know. I uh, I think Ganondorf is another one of those ones that, yeah, it'd just be a power thing. You know what I mean? Um, it'd be really bad initially, and then once he was in power, I bet it would still be pretty freaking bad, but maybe not as bad as some others like like Wesker. He's not. You could still live your life. I don't yeah. think he's bent on killing everyone. He's just bent on being in charge and and. Uh, if you kill anyone, you, you have no one to be in charge over. You know. Yeah, because he just wants the power. Yeah, he wants the freaking Triforce, and then he wants to, you know, rule with the world with an iron fist. But on the day to day, I don't think you'd have to worry too much about it. At least not in that world. Yeah. You know? So, I don't know. That's my right. thoughts. So Ganondorf, another maybe okay one. Um, so I've, I've got a really good one. Okay, go for it. Tom Nook. I don't even know who Tom Nook is. Oh, he's uh, he's the villain of Animal Crossing. Oh, I've never played Animal Crossing, so I don't know. <laughs> okay, so this is a bit of a meme. So um, he's not really portrayed as a villain, but there's a bunch of people online saying, like, Dominic's the villain of Animal Crossing. So mm. he's basically the landlord, right? Like, okay. and he makes you do all the work on the island. You have to, like, recruit villagers. You got to build new houses for them. Um, and y- you buy your house from them, but you get this uh, crazy mortgage that's, like... Uh, billions of bells or i don't remember how much mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so like you're you're stuck in like a never-ending mortgage to tom nook and uh well you know the the origin of mortgage means payment until death mortis mm. mortality so um so he's the evil landlord taking advantage of your free labor and taxing all of your money Oh, so he's um, so, the he's the government we have right now. That's yes. what it, that's what it is. He we already have that will. Yes, which is why you know we maintain the status quo. He'd be a pretty good. Uh, Actually, good I dictator. I agree with that. I agree with that because um, he's not very powerful as an individual. And, and he's anyways. very interested in community development. You know, mm-hmm. when it comes down to it, that's a good thing for society. And um, 
But yeah, no, if you haven't seen it, I, I can't recommend specific YouTube channels because I don't remember what they are, but I've seen a bunch of like YouTube videos about like how Tom Nook is the villain of Animal Crossing and and they're pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 pretty funny. Yeah, I've never played it, so I can't fully appreciate it, but just based off of what you said, he seems like he'd be all right. He wouldn't be too bad, right? Yeah. He should be okay. Just make you work okay. really hard and take um large percentage of all your profits that actually makes me think of a, of another game and i didn't even think about this until you said that but like the dictator from tropico <laughs> you know Not obviously familiar. that's you but like the whole thing with tropico is like this tropical island and you're trying to get like tourists and stuff like that building a civilization but they can you can just imprison people for no freaking reason and like you, it's oh, wow. it's pretty interesting but uh but yeah it's like huh well that kind of already exists oh, no. um, and it's not horrible for some people you know but um it could be either really bad or it could be really good uh to to have a dictator from tropico uh being your being your president but that's just a, a small thing i was thinking about yeah so um okay how about this Ooh, i'm gonna give you um which one which one which one which one um, I just had it and now I can't find it on my list anymore. Oh, 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 you, mm -mm. you may not, you may not get this one, but a lot of listeners might get it. Handsome Jack from Borderlands. Oh yeah. You mentioned him. Yep, Handsome day, yeah. Handsome Jack. He's really funny, but really ruthless. So, uh, he would be a funny, you know, ruler of the world i think his attitude but then uh it would be mass chaos because he's kind of like in charge of a bunch of bandits right so it'd be like if pirates mm. ruled the world except way worse um yeah so it would be, be fun it, it, it would be awful <laughs> it would be <laughs> it would be awful no one wants to live in a in a world like borderlands and I kind of feel like that's what would happen if he was in charge is the world would end up being like Borderlands. It would be very tribal, constant fighting, a lot of resistance and like little camps and stuff like that. Infrastructure would basically be non-existent because there would be no uh, kind of logical government. You know what I mean? Like governance sure. as as it's designed right now to upkeep, you know, civil utilities and stuff that wouldn't exist. So. Um, but he's another, he's also a very, he's like kind of, he's a power hungry, but also a money hungry kind of guy as well. Mm. So I think he's kind of the worst combination of both of them. Um, but you said, yeah, uh, he'd be a funny one. Yeah. Right? Just his attitude, so his personality. You, you mean like and stuff. he's comical? Like he's he comical. Jokes? Okay. Yeah, he's comical in the way he approaches things and talks about things. I just, I just imagine seeing him on TV, making an address and being just super sarcastic and I think it'd be you pretty, know, I would pretty love hilarious. That. Like America is way too serious. Like it's about time we elect a president who's like got a comic, you know, background and could like make some interesting <laughs> speeches and stuff. And like, you know, yeah. still well, do a good write job, their own you know, take it seriously, but you know, have, have some fun in your addresses, you know, mm. why not? Yeah. I think that's why a lot of people like Trump is because he was more, he was closer to the typical, yeah. uh, the typical American as far as like, I don't even say typical American, but like he, he, wasn't he was more down to earth like a normal person. Yeah. He, he wasn't a politician. Exactly. Um, but yeah. anyways. I think that's what people liked about him too because people yeah. were getting upset about politicians and be like, hey, here comes the guy who's not a politician. So. Yeah. And I'm not saying, okay, this isn't like us supporting Trump. This is just a statement of fact. Like that's the main reason why he got into office. It's because he wasn't a politician. People are sick of politicians. So mm -hmm. 
It is what I it am. is. I don't think we'll ever see something like that happen again. I think uh, I don't think we'll ever have someone who's not really a politician in the United States. I think we're stuck with pol- normal politicians. So um, that'll be interesting to see. Yeah, unless um, we have unless we have handsome Jack come in and take over, and then so I've got another <laughs> funny one that that could be really interesting. Hmm. Um, I was thinking Wario. Ah, Wario. Yeah, you know I, when I okay, I was listening back to our uh, our uh, bah, 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 the game uh, video game characters that deserve a game of their own, and we were talking about Waluigi's uh, dating sim, <laughs> you know, um, and I I realized I'm like I've been saying waluigi's name wrong forever ever since i was a kid because i always called it why luigi like why luigi Luigi. and it's like no it's waluigi and i was listening back and i could tell you were like subtly trying to correct me and stuff i was like i've been saying that freaking name wrong forever because i always called it why luigi like why luigi why luigi like yeah wow so that's probably why luigi yeah, I don't know, but it's wah. So, anyways, anyways, my I just had an accent come out of nowhere. Um, why Luigi? <laughs> hey, Luigi! Why Luigi? Um, but yeah. So, anyways, uh, so Wario. Let's talk Dude, about yeah, that. Luigi would be his vice, um, his vice ruler. president, <laughs> vice ruler of the yep. earth. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but I don't yeah, think they would know, care. So- they seem like the kind that would just be like, I'm in charge and and I don't care what happens. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think I, I feel like Wario and Waluigi would just be like completely disinterested in governance. Yeah, they just want to have fun. That's going back to like yeah. our stand up comedian ruler. You know what I mean? Um, and, and they just want to have fun. Like I, I think of WarioWare, a bunch of mini games, right? So yep. you would set up like Wario Olympics or something and there's just be a bunch of mini games. <laughs> yeah, I see him. I see him like walking around with like a like a like a, a crown and a scepter and like a you know yeah, the the, the robe and everything. I could totally see that happening, but it, it would all just be I, I also superficial feel like and title based. Understand the gravity of his own power. He'd be like, yeah, I'm the ruler of Earth, but he doesn't realize like the power he has, so he never like assembles armies yeah. or tries to do anything by force because he doesn't realize that he can do that. <laughs> yeah, I think he'd be very easy to appease. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I I agree with that. Honestly, out of everyone that we've talked about so far. I like him to as you know the best. <laughs> like Based I, I can see just that. I alone. can see somebody advising Waluigi to like up taxes or something so he can have more money, and he'd just be like, "What? I can do that?" <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> oh man! But Waluigi, I don't know, or Wario, I don't know how interested they are in money, anyways. Yeah. Again, they don't seem like there's. I think it's just a power thing. Yeah. He with wants them, to win. It's, it's another power thing. He just wants to be in charge. You know, right? And he'll, pr- he'll for, probably for have some win. crazy, uh, unrealistic, you know, demands of th- you know just randomly, almost like a little kid. You know, like yeah. if a little kid had unlimited power, they every Friday is now banana split Sunday. Exactly, day. everyone's gonna <laughs> worship the pizza monster. <laughs> it's like just <laughs> random, weird, stupid stuff. I feel like that would kind of be what what would happen. Uh, you know, so. I I would I would welcome that overlord. <laughs> It would give it would give our our world some well needed um, what's the word interesting Discipline. things <laughs> variety we're too, we're too uptight we we need to uh, chill out a little bit yeah I suppose I'd so. vote for him <laughs> I'd vote for you're not gonna vote for him he's just gonna take over and that's the point that's the point um 
Okay, so that was a good one. That was a really good one, actually. And as I'm kind of looking at some of some of my other ones, like I don't know, because a lot of a, a lot of games, especially when you get into military games, it's like, yeah, the enemy is a, is a is some nation, right? It's like, well, you would mm -hmm. just be part of that nation. Um, it may not be horrible, but you know, the transition process would would suck pretty bad. Um, how about Shao Kahn would be awful, awful, awful. Um, cause he's like a conqueror, right? He's like, try because they're, they're from two different worlds. And then they have this turn, this tur at least according to the movie, I don't know the Mortal Kombat lore, but based off of the movie, <laughs> I feel like it would be a very bad thing for the world to be ruled by Shao Kahn, um, for, for them to win the tournament or whatever and, uh, and take over our world. Seems like a bad deal. Seems like a bad deal, bro. Bad deal, bro. Um, what about, uh, how about, uh, oh my gosh. Do you know much about Ridley? <laughs> He's a big monster. <laughs> mm -hmm. Like, what's the deal there? I've never really been into Metroid, but like I've seen, obviously Ridley comes up when you, when you look at like villains and stuff like that. But what, what, what's, what's Ridley's deal? Like, is, I don't know. I always just thought of him as like a brainless dragon. Like he's the beast right yeah but what's the danger that he's he's is does he have any kind of ambition like it seems otherwise you know samus wouldn't be going out there trying to eliminate yeah. him unless he was some kind of threat so is it just like consumption like we're just gonna thing. i mean people hunt bears just because not they're a threat necessarily but mm. because they want to hang their head on a wall mm. samus is a poacher yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's right illegal poaching well not illegal poaching but that's an interesting way to, to look at Samus. <laughs> Samus just running around killing creatures and mounting their head in her spaceship. Oh my gosh, who's the real monster? Yeah, really didn't do anything. You went into his cave. That's why he's shooting fireballs. Yeah, he's you. just trying to take care of his family or her family. I don't know if Ridley's a Ridley dude or a babies. girl. But okay, here's here's another one. Okay, now we're going to start blurring the lines of video games and comic books. But what about the Joker? That was on my list. That was my next one. Mm, I if you had that on your list as like a good option, yes. No. <laughs> no. So we were talking about getting you know upset with politicians. That is exactly why the Joker is going to win. But haven't you the, seen like Arkham City? Like in the game, like if that's if that's what the world's like when the Joker's in charge, like that's there, awful. there may be no rule, but at least they have their freedom. Yeah, and a lot of crime. Most most uh, problems in government come from too much government. And under Joker's rule, there will be no government. <laughs> anarchy. Absolute anarchy. You True know, survival and, of and the fittest. To really build up something stronger, you need to tear it down first. So maybe Joker's not our end-all be-all, but he would be a great pick for helping break society down so we can build up something better <laughs> in his ashes. Fair enough, I guess. Fair enough. Joker 2024. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there, there you go. Joker for president 2024. Oh, man. That's funny. Yeah, I honestly, like, and that's the thing is the Joker is one of those rare instances where we have a video game example of what it would be like to have him in charge because that's basically when at Arkham City, 
that's Joker was in charge. That was like his. Yeah, thing. but he was also in charge of only villains. It was a walled off part of the city. So it wasn't general society. So there would be some nuances. But that's the thing is if you throw civilians in there, like general public, it would just be war all the time. We'd have urban mm-hmm. urban war constantly because you'd have the, uh, yeah. you know, Joker's people who are constantly trying to just rob and steal and, and take and like all the violent side of that, like from Arkham City. And then you'd have the civilized side of people that are trying to create a livable life you know so it would just be constant war civil war it it would be bad there's no doubt about that but again arkham city was really bad because they're all criminals if you mix in general society with that i would imagine the normal citizen would outnumber the number of criminals so it might not be as chaotic as you may think Mm -hmm. that's fair Um, it would it would end up being just like in any anarchy thing, it would just be multiple governments. But if the Joker's in charge, he would be probably squashing anyone who was trying to do anything like that, trying to keep a safe, you know, organized world. He would he would step on him and just crush him. I don't know how much Joker puts thought into that, right? Like in, in the movie, how he's talking about like, was he say like, I'm a dog chasing a mail truck. I wouldn't know what to do with one if I caught it. So yep. I wouldn't think he would think that far ahead of trying to smash down people who are trying to build something for themselves. I think he's more focused on having fun and creating chaos. And I don't think he would particularly target things like that. Mm. Well, in that movie, Joker is super smart. He knows exactly what he would do if he caught that. But he was doing that to manipulate Harvey. Like, that's what he was saying. You know, he's like, hey, I'm not I'm mm. not that bad, you know. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just, you know, I'm just. I mean, he, he is. He is smart. like that. He's very smart. He knows exactly what he's doing. But I do think that he's just. Well, he's a loose cannon. Um, like oh, in yeah. Gotham, um, Jerome, the Jerome version of Joker. Like th- this was such a great example to me of, of his character. But he was playing r- Russian roulette with himself. Like he put one bullet in the chain- chamber and shot like three times, and he had no way of knowing if it was going to kill him or not. Right. But he just wanted that level of you know, chaos and doesn't really care about the next step, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I see both sides of that. Yeah. Cause he doesn't really care about money, you know, like that, that whole thing. So yeah, he's, he is very chaotic, but I do see it being as like, I don't think he would want, I don't think he would be okay with people just trying to build a normal life either though. You know, he wants to control as well. I think he's chaotic, but I also think because he's got his his uh, his band, you know what I mean? He's got people that follow him and he controls those people. Mm-hmm. He's obviously got his goals and stuff like that. So I don't think he's entirely chaotic. Mm. He's got I think I kind of saw him as like Wario in kind of that sense too, where he just want to have fun, create chaos, create mm-hmm. arnicky because it's fun to him. Um, I didn't really see him having an end goal because like, what is what does he really want? You he know? wants to he watch everything wants- burn. Yes. <laughs> That's what he wants. He wants to, but, he wants to burn everything. But more than anything, he cherishes his relationship with Batman. You know, he wants to have, he wants to play <laughs> Like a game. the Lego Batman movie? Did you watch the Lego <laughs> Batman movie? Yes, yes. Okay. But it's just so true though. You know, like even in the games, it's like that. And, and in the show where he he's just playing a game with Batman. It's just mm-hmm. it's him and Batman. And um, so, you know, if there was no Batman around, I think he'd play those kind of games with maybe, maybe the resistance or the local police force or something mm-hmm. like that, but he wouldn't do it because he wanted to smash it. He would do it because he wants challenge. He wants, he's bored. 
We want something interesting to happen. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I think Joker would be. I, and, I, I don't. I wouldn't like him. I wouldn't. I I think if I had to choose one, he wouldn't even be in my top ten. Personally, another problem I have in America is I think it's ridiculous that there's so many. I mean, I don't mean to get too political here, but like I don't like it how say if someone breaks into your house or something and then you like injure them that you could be in trouble you know yep, that's stupid i don't know where those laws came from yeah um, it's, it's ridiculous and like you know how you know if if someone is in the process of breaking into your house and you shoot them you go to jail unless they're physically in your house like it depends you can't on your shoot state. somebody until they're yeah yeah it um, depends on the state I, you live in so i guess so but here in particularly i i know that to oh, be yeah. true. So, oh, yeah. um, I think it's ridiculous. So you shoot someone cause they're breaking into your house and you go to jail for it. I, I hate that idea, but it's either go to jail rule, or die. Will you have to choose. Do you want to go to jail by defending yourself or do you want to die? But in Joker's world, you would be able to defend yourself, you know, without worry yep. of, of consequence, you yep, know, because and, there's no, law. Um, <laughs> there's no, there's no yeah. laws. So I don't know. Maybe I'm a bit of our anarchist. Not not full blown, but <laughs> America has gone too far to the other side. I think we have we have weird laws that protect people that sh- shouldn't be protected. Like you break into someone's house, I'm sorry, you just forfeited your rights. Yep. Like Fair you enough. you should have every right to protect yourself. And um, yep. You just anyways. live in the wrong state, bro. You just live in the wrong state. I guess so. Move to Texas. <laughs> Make my day laws. That's what you need. <laughs> Make my day laws. Yep. Yeah. I hear you. But yeah, so you're right though. Joker would be total anarchy. Um, uh, under Joker, you could break into someone else's house and, and not have any consequences either. So it goes both directions, right? So Joker. Well, I'm not worried about someone breaking into my house if I have, if I'm allowed to defend myself. Mm. Fair. Okay. Okay. Fair. But maybe I'm, I'm too confident in my own ability to fight off invaders. I don't know. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so who's the next one on your list? It was Joker. You took it from me. Do you have any others? <laughs> and that's, that's all I was able to think up. Okay. What about Darth Vader? What if mm. the Republic? Mm. Well, he's, he seems like he's law abiding as long mm-hmm. as you're following his laws. <laughs> no, that's true. That's true. I don't know. Darth Vader in his evil side. Um, okay, maybe not, maybe, maybe, maybe not Darth Vader, but Darth Sidious, the Emperor, Emperor Palpatine. Okay. If he, if he, I guess, because that's another thing, you already see what it, what it's like, but that's the thing is like, what is it actually like from the day to day? Because basically you've got the, you know, the stormtroopers, which are basically just the grunt squad, right? Mm-hmm. Um, for the Emperor. Um, and then you've got the resistance. But it's like, okay, how how bad is it actually living in these areas on these planets that are, you know, that are under his thumb versus the other planets? Like in the day-to-day life of a citizen, how bad actually is it? Because in the movies, mm-hmm. yeah, you've got those grunts and they, they probably tax you and stuff like that. But day-to-day life, is it really that bad? Yeah, I don't know. I don't think it is. I don't think it is. I think like... The majority, it doesn't seem like it is. Obviously, you got a, a, a ruler who's evil. Well, you know, what is super his prime evil, directive? But, is he trying to just expand his empire or what is Yeah, what is he basically, doing? it seems like that's it. Like, just control. He wanted I mean, to destroy any, all the Jedi. And, you know, that's he basically what any country did that. does, anyways. You yeah. know, they let their people live and tax them so they can fund the military and then try to expand. Yeah. That's what we do on Earth. Yeah, true. I mean, 
I don't think he's taxing the people any more than we do in the United States. You yeah. know, I, I do want to ask, um, I assume the stormtroopers get paid. Yeah. Well, they're clones. <sighs> so I don't know. I don't know if they get paid or not. And they just found one dude who's willing to work for free and then cloned him. <laughs> well, don't. Okay. So again, I, and to all the Star Wars fans out there, I'm sorry. I am not a hardcore. I obviously will is not a hardcore Star Wars person either, <laughs> but like nope. based off of my understanding, based off the movies um, and not, I haven't read any books or anything like that, but based off the movies, um, there was uh, Django Fett, who was the original clone. Django, that was, I love that game. Django! Um, but Django Fett was the original uh, clone. I don't remember his actual name. Uh, maybe it was, maybe Django was his actual name. I feel like he had a different name. Django was his a, name. Oh. <laughs> there you go. J I J A N G O. Um, anyways, uh, so I. I I think that was just his bounty hunter name. I feel like there, he had a different name. For some reason, something's telling me that he had a different name for his real name. But anyways, Django was the original clone, and he uh, allowed himself to be cloned for the stormtroopers. But he, because the stormtroopers went under an artificial, um, accelerated growth process. Um, but then um, he asked for a son, who was not put through that accelerated growth he just wanted one kid um for himself a clone so of himself clone? who just grew naturally and that was boba fett um huh. so boba fett was Django's son or clone that he kept uh for himself that hadn't been altered in any way shape or form um so at least that was my understanding i don't know if the movies are like the you know the, i think that was like episode two uh episode two was the clone wars um but i don't think yeah, at least that's how it was portrayed in the movie. So if I'm wrong, guys, sorry, I'm not a huge Star Wars geek. Um, I, so um, that's just what the movies kind of portrayed. But I don't think life under under the Empire is really all that bad. You know, uh, as a civilian, they, they expand. It's livable. Several planets and solar systems, right? So they can only yeah. be one place at a time, right? So if they're off invading another world, you know, you're probably good for a while. Yeah, I mean, uh, Emperor Palpatine, he wants to rule the galaxy, you know? So that was kind of his whole thing. Together, we will rule the galaxy. Um, but I don't know what he's doing with that power. It's, I think he's just on a control, you know, control and wants to kill the Jedis. And that's it. So I don't think it's that bad. So out of everyone so far, I think that would be the best for me. I don't know. So what about you? Who do you think, out of all the ones we've discussed... And there is a ton that we could go through. We could do a lot more. Um, but out of the ones we discussed, who do you, who's your vote? Who's got your vote for uh, supreme ruler of the galaxy slash world? Who is Overlord? Overlord mm. 2024. I think the Joker would be a lot of fun. <laughs> Man, it's like one of the worst ones in my mind. And you're like, yeah, Joker. I'm like, oh, that'd be so awful. <laughs> Because I just look yeah. at Arkham City. I'm like, it's just going to be Arkham just City. I hate our government so much that I'm like, complete opposite of the government sounds great. Uh, anarchy. <laughs> not, maybe means... not forever, but you know, just just for us to start over and rebuild. Let Rome fall and start fresh. Oh my gosh, we don't want to let Rome fall. We want to we want to backpedal Rome a little bit. But you know, if we're talking about like level, like you know, you want to have a comfort and status quo, then I don't know. Obviously, Tom Nook would be a pretty much. <laughs> what we have now um 
be great to have That's a cute fair. little raccoon as president too. I think he's a raccoon. I'm not sure. Yeah, he just wants money. It's kind of his thing. But yeah, I think you're right. As far as like comfort of the of civilization, Tom Nook is probably the best yeah. villain, quote I, I unquote. I think maybe Robotnik would be my my second choice because I yeah. feel like it'd be similar to what you were saying with the Star Wars thing is like, you know, your day-to-day -day life would probably be okay. There's some bad mm. stuff going on. But, you know, if you just try to avoid that, you know, there's some good stuff going on too. Um, advances in technology and stuff like that. So... Mm. There you go. So your top three are number one, Joker. Joker for Overlord 2024. Uh, number two. For, for short term. Short term. Okay. Well, once there's once anarchy has been established, good luck getting any kind of organization back. Um, so you got Joker 2024. You've got Tom Nook 2024 and then Robotnik 2024 in that order. Yeah, sure. All right. All right. That's fair. Um, for me... I think I would go with um, Wario would be my top, yeah, be my number one, um, because I don't think he cares about controlling everything. He just wants to wear the the uh, the robe and the crown. He would, and have, he the would have the freedom of the Joker with a lot less of the murder. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I think I'd have to go with you on that. Uh, Wario would be a pretty good number one. Yeah. So Wario is my number one. Number two would be Emperor Palpatine, probably. Um, so I would, I would roll with that because again, his obsession doesn't seem to be screwing over the public. He just wants to be in control. He wants to rule the galaxy. So it's a power trip for him and he wants to kill all the Jedi and I'm not a Jedi. And in this world, there are no Jedi. So, <laughs> you know, it's one of those I'm things. I'm pretty sure you had a lightsaber. He did have a lightsaber. No, you. <laughs> Me? I do not you have a lightsaber. Not, you say you're not a Jedi. I am not a Jedi. I do not have a lightsaber. Oh man. Wink, wink. <laughs> um, so uh, I do have a Final Fantasy VII Buster sword when I was a big old Mother Buster. Right, that's pretty good. Um, <laughs> mother Buster. Um, and then, okay, so what did I say? I said Wario, uh, Pal Palpatine, and then, yeah, I think Robotnik would be my number three as well. Um, either Robotnik or Bowser. Maybe Bowser because if you had Peach in there, you'd have a an ally in your mm -hmm. corner that can manipulate him. Yeah, so I'm going to change from Robotnik to Bowser. To sacrifice her life for the greater good. You know what I mean? Yeah. She doesn't have her freedom. Yeah. That's, I don't know. Peach is, Peach is a good person. I think she, she would do a good job of uh, kind of trying to run some things from the shadows uh, through manipulation. So mm -hmm. I don't know, but that would be my top three. Uh, you guys let us know what, what you like for, for your top three. Um, I did have someone, uh, uh, you know, some feedback on on our previous topic of people that uh, other people would have as their their five Avengers, which was pretty cool. So let us know about your top three, who you would want to be your villain overlord in 2024. And uh, we uh, look forward to chatting with you guys and seeing you in the next episode. All right, bye, you know, guys. We should, we should make our own universe and, like, have, like... We're going to have our elected overlord and we're going to send our Avengers in against our overlord. <laughs> <laughs> Avengers versus overlord. <laughs> All right. Well, the overlords we chose are pretty weak. Well, it, it, kind of. I think our Avengers would definitely take them out. No problem. So anyways. All right, guys. We're good to go. Have a great Thanksgiving. Be safe. Be smart. Be kind and be grateful. All right. Bye. Peace. 
You have been listening to the Potion Poppers podcast. If you liked what you heard, then leave a review. And hey, if you want to hear more, don't forget to subscribe and we'll catch you next time.